0: Welcome to the Now You Know Akron Podcast, brought to you by the journalists of BeaconJournal.com. Each week, they will share their expertise on Akron and Summit County. Now, here's your host, Craig Webb. And we continue our discussions about decisions. And today, it'll be uh, maybe one that I'm closer to than anyone among the three of us. I, know, I think I have a few more gray hair than than maybe everyone combined. Um, we're going to talk about retirement a little bit. Now, so welcome, Tani Beans, and also Jamie Keaton, who is a part of, of Tani's story. So welcome, both of you. Thanks. Thank you for having me. No, it's our pleasure. So, I mean, as we said, um, Tani, you you know, these are kind of... Uh, touchstone series that that you are looking at some um, the younger generation how they tackle various I would say aspects of life right I mean I almost like milestones we're, we're driving down the road of life and these are like road signs are going by and you know we've talked about marriage before we talked about home ownership we do careers I can't remember if we did careers I'm um, I, I know we did a bunch of but why don't you run, run down the, the the list and and talk a little bit about you know retirement?
1: Yeah, so um, essentially, kind of like how you said, Craig, it's just uh, a five-part series about um, it's kind of a, how people between the ages of 25 and 44 think about big life decisions uh, or milestones, specifically those related to the American dream. So the five are buying a house, getting married, having kids, or you know, just becoming a parent in general, starting or changing careers, and then retirement. So those are kind of the, the main ones there.
0: So when I was of that demographic uh, a few years ago, I mean, you know, the word pension was really, you know, you got a pension. And, you know, my dad had a pension. I think my grandfather had a pension. And, and you know, I'm now in my 50s. I no longer have a pension. That's not an option anymore. So I, I, I guess I'm curious, Jamie, you know. I mean, where you're at in kind of your career and, and your life, and, and is it like retirement just seemed like such a, a far, far away land that, uh, you know, in a galaxy far, far away? I'm mixing up my metaphors there, but, you know, that's that's one thing I do. But so I'm, I'm curious what, what your thoughts are.
2: Absolutely. So um, just a little bit about what I do I work in community corrections um, for the Oriana House. Essentially, I work with uh, men and women. Uh, mental health men and women from coming from prison and also mental health women. So as far as retirement is concerned, that is something that is a very hard concept for me to really think about because it's (laughs) very far and it's not necessarily something that I've been, like I grew up with preparing for, if that makes sense.
0: So I, I'm trying to remember, Oriana House is privately owned, right? So, so you're technically not a state employee. So you, you have a private employee. So does that mean you
2: have a 401k? So it's a 403b. And that means <laughs> it's not like a quiz. I flunked already. Got it. Yeah, it's complicated, but it's essentially if we opt into it, money from that we get from them a portion of it like essentially money that we would never see would go into the 403b It's kind Are of they, how that works
0: and they contribute also do they
2: also contribute in 403b do they is there a match yes a percentage but i'm i am not familiar with how much of that percentage is
0: so, so you're not looking at the scorecard don't look because there, <laughs> there have been a lot of bad things happening in the world and a lot of bad things happening to all our retirement plans at, at the same time my, my 401k i think is a 365 k and it might not be a k anymore what we'll comes before the uh, k so i'm i'm suffering now have you ever signed on i mean to look at yours have, have you gone online to to create the account and to look at where you're at
2: so i've taken a look at it and i've thought about opting into it and what it would look like the only thing is is like i'm so i'm gonna be 30 in june and so the thing is is that i'm not sure if oriana house is somewhere that i'm going to stay so it's so it's kind of like kind of like a crapshoot so it's kind of do i opt into this or do i not and so um it's something i've been trying to think about But I also, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, I'm really, really young. And so, like, retirement is extremely, extremely far, like, for me, if that makes any sense.
0: What are your goals? I mean, do you want to retire? Or do you want to work until the, uh, you know, we always say, drag you out of the office, toes up?
2: So, my goals, at least, is to get to a place where, get to a place where, I'm doing something I really, really want to do. And hopefully I can retire. And hopefully that it's accessible for me to be able to retire. I guess I should say. And I guess that's the hope.
0: I notice in, in some of the the prep that, that Tani had mentioned that, you know, that, that your perspective, you know, being a minority male is Maybe a little bit different I mean, from what you saw from your own family and, and you know, your, the elders in your family, that, that it's a different experience. I mean, from from your perspective, you believe that, that mm-hmm. you know, retirement for, you know, minority and, and I, don't, I don't like the, that phrase, you know, but for, for some folks is, you know, I think you had a grandmother who really worked, you know, retired and then I think went back to work.
2: Yes. So my grandmother, she was a beautician and a massage therapist, and then she ultimately retired. But she had to go back to work to kind of support herself because she was living in a home. And then she turned around and had to move into an apartment. So she had to pick up her work again to kind of supplement her income. And so, and so the thing is, is that my soul from that is she's not the only one that's like older in my family that that's happened with two. It's like everyone that's over the age of 60 has had to pick up and go to work again, just so that they can make ends meet. Even my grandmother and grandfather who has, who has since passed, my granddad worked for um, Babcock and Wilcox as a welder and he had retired, but he had went back to it and then retired again because he'd gotten like too old to continue. So from that perspective alone, retirement for, i guess for an african american individual like myself looks completely different because it doesn't really look as doesn't really look as accessible like it doesn't look like the funds that we would get are as high as our counterparts and so that's just kind of the perspective i'm coming from as far as when you talk about retirement
0: do you think it's a society failure? I mean, you know, I mean, now you're 30, so you have another, you know, theoretically, 40 years to go if you weren't work, work till you're 70 or 65. I mean, you know, so I mean, you're, you're still deciding your your retirement plans. But was it just not a discussion point for you, you think, for for your parents or, or your grandparents that that just it was something that just
2: was never talked about? It's something that, like I said, it was just something it wasn't accessible knowledge that we had and so the thing is is that we so whenever they so whenever i was coming up and getting a job and having a career we had we had this mindset that we have to work we have to work twice as hard to get half and so the thing is that so with that mindset we had to work we had to go into what we were doing going to college and finding a career we have to work hard and retirement is not something that we could focus on because survival in a nutshell was the first priority and being able to find something that we could support ourselves wasn't, was a priority. And so for me, that was, that was kind of the priority for me to go into something that A, I love to do and B, I can also support myself in doing it and kind of like working in the present, so working in the present so I would be able to at least be able to think about retirement, I guess if that makes any sense.
0: Well, and we're also, you know, your your generation is coming out with, you know, I'm not listening to
2: your situation,
0: but huge college debt, right? And also housing costs that are just going up and up. I mean, in utilities and, you know, I'm not whistled for the good old days. I mean, but I kind of look back at my, my dad who worked for, you know, the CEI, which was a Cleveland Electric Illuminating Company and the power plant. He was, mm-hmm. you know, a, he was a blue collar worker, but, you know, I mean, the water bill wasn't that much. The gas bill wasn't that much. I mean, his house payment wasn't really that much, but now, you know, house costs have tripled. I mean, it, and it just, the but the income hasn't grown as much. I mean, so, you know, I'm just, I'm going to make you sound desperate, but I mean, I I think you said something very important that you're living in the present, you know, just trying to live in the present. It's hard to think really that far in the future when, you know, the the monthly bills already are are, are so, you know, in some cases, insurmountable for some.
2: Absolutely. 100 percent. And even, you know, for me and my wife now, we're renting. And so the thing is, is that I know my parents literally just bought a house. And like just, and so if you think about it, I'm going to be 30 in June and they literally just bought a house, not even a year ago. And that was my mother's credit getting to a place where she could and my dad's credit getting to a place where he could. And so the thing is, is that, so like, for example, buying a house that entails cash deposit and then another cash deposit and then like all of these steps that at least for myself and my wife getting a credit card and being able to make a cash deposit that high is not the not the most accessible thing and plus even whenever we would buy the house the repairs are 100 percent on us anything that would take place is um the home is 100 on us and so the thing is is that if we're paying off college debt if we're trying to make sure that the bills are in order and paying a mortgage like it feels incredibly impossible um and so we're renting (laughs) essentially and so like the thing is is that so with that being said with the insurmountable bills that we have and we're able to pay them on time and that's okay it's just with those to think about we can't really think about retirement ahead of when i'm 50 and 60 when i have to focus on what i have going on right now
0: i mean what's going on right now it's the end of the month right i mean you're kind yes. of <laughs> it's and then we yeah. start all over again Tony, I, I'm, I'm curious when you're found in, in you're talking to folks, you know, how typical is Jamie's story?
1: Yeah, um, I would say Jamie's story is really quite the norm. Uh, so um, out of everyone I talk to, including Jamie, 12 people total, I'd say it's probably 50, 50, 60, 40 um, in terms of like the majority of people saying I'm probably just going to have to work until I die. Um, they've kind of just accepted that it's probably, they're not gonna be able to save as much as they need to. Um, Even if they do have a 401k, it's not going to afford them in 40 years time enough to live comfortably where they would not have to supplement their income. And I, Jamie, I really thought it was interesting. You mentioned credit again with, you know, um, I think maybe one or two people when I uh, asked them about housing, mentioned uh school like loan payments um and everything but all like i think everyone at least mentioned credit that was the overwhelming reason why people were saying it was a barrier to getting a house which is you know a way to well-known way to build wealth and all of these other things so um i just thought that was really interesting i wanted to comment on it but yeah jamie i would say that you know your perspective is Pretty normal, especially for people that are within the 25 to 30 age range that I talk to.
0: Well, if you could wave a magic wand, I mean, what would your magic wand be? I mean, would you know, if you had a pension, I mean, what's your, you know, what's your, what's your thought? I mean, you, know, you said you're, you're married, or what's your thought for your own kids? I mean, when you think about retirement and and you you know, every generation wants to make it better for the next generation, and and you know, I'm just curious. What, what, what barriers could be removed that would help you or, or, or even help if you have kids eventually?
2: Um, if I had a magic wand, one, I wouldn't have student loan debt. Two, my credit score would be at a 720 or above. And um, be able to, and I'm not saying that me and my wife are struggling per se, because that's not necessarily accurate, but being able to be being able to be comfortable, I guess, without feeling like we have to work twice as hard to be comfortable, that we would be able to leave something like that. We're not just punching in and punching out a clock. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, I guess we're not just punching in and punching out a clock. And the funds that we're making are actually building to something, if that makes sense.
0: Well, I think it's a logical question. Everyone hates to ask this question. I mean, where do you see yourself? But where do you see yourself? Let's say it's how old are you right now? You're 29, right? now. 29. So 30 years from now, you know, the approaching the age 59, approaching 60. I mean, you know, where do you realistically see yourself? And and idealistically, where do you see yourself?
2: Realistically, I would probably seeing myself hopefully being able to retire, but if not doing the job that I love and still still having the energy to do it. Idealistically, I would like for me and my wife to move somewhere and like retire, like not necessarily in the country, but going somewhere out of the Midwest, like South, like Arizona or somewhere, and just be able to retire comfortably. And also to to be able to travel comfortably, I guess to not have to worry about rent payments and things like that, we could just go where we want to go, and also be comfortable where we're at.
0: I think I want to live with you. I think I want that. You mind if I tag along? I, I'll be really <laughs> old by then, so you might <laughs> have to be taking care of me. I I might have some retirement. <laughs> Well, thank you both so much. This was a great conversation, and and you know, thank you for your great work over at Oriana House. I know that that can be a a challenging job, but also very rewarding, right? I mean, you're you're making a difference in in people's lives, you know, each and every day. So so thank you both. No
2: problem at all. Thanks
1: for having us, Craig.